right, here we are. Joining us is Heather Reed, who's the founder and CEO of Planner Protect Incorporated out of London, Ontario. How you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Hey, thanks for being here. Thank is you. This, you're no stranger to this event. No, actually, this is my third time coming back to present, which is a privilege. Um, so I must have done something okay the first two times. Yes. But uh, yeah, it's a great crowd. Great to, to see Western planners that we don't always get to see, you know, in Toronto or Ontario. Uh, so yeah, I'm thrilled to be here. Okay, so kind of give us the lowdown on how it went in there, because I heard a lot of people laughing and applause. Was That was your session, right? Ooh, no, probably no, I'm just, not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am just kidding. Tell every, a, I don't. I don't. Uh, <laughs> tell, I don't BS it. So. Tell, tell everybody how how it went and, and what you touched on in there today. Well, I, my topic this morning was serious because. Uh oh. So I, I let in with that. <laughs> So I couldn't even fake it when you said that they were they laughing okay. and joking because no, they weren't. Okay. So what'd you talk about today? So my area of passion and expertise is on the contract in ah, our industry. Okay. So everything in our industry has the foundation of a contract. And so I've been in this industry for 29 uh, years and six months. And I, when I started, there was no program that taught event planning. And my very first um, contract that I looked at was a convention center contract that was 20 plus pages long. Wow. And it scared me, it terrified me because I was hired under the disguise <laughs> that I should know. Right. And so from the very first moment, I laser focused in on what does the contract mean? So we fast forward to 2013 and I was having a discussion because when you're in London, you're kind of isolated from you know uh, the hub of <laughs> Toronto or Ottawa or you know that sort of thing. So I worked in isolation for a lot of years. Right. In 2013, I was having a conversation with a fellow planner and she said, you know, I'd rather have a root canal than look and read at a contract. Right. And I'm like, oh my God, I love that. I love, that's the part I love the most. Right. And so I started to just start to listen and, and watch and people don't like contracts. And when you don't like something, you don't necessarily focus on it. Right. And so I realized that here in Canada, we are not a litigious society like our counterparts. And so we don't have the threat of lawsuits over our head as event planners. And so we have a very complacent approach to negotiating contracts and making sure that they really protect the client. When you look back at your first contract and you look at where you're at now. <laughs> 20 entirely different pages. <laughs> so what has changed for you? Is it just experience? A lot of it has been experience and a very, I mean, I'm, I'm lucky that I'm wired to be kind of an academic nerd. Okay. Um, I love the, I love digging in the terminology, but actually during COVID when we were shuttered, right. I actually went back to full-time college 40 hours a week for a year long wow. program Okay. and I'm a licensed paralegal now. So I'm not practicing, but what I wanted to do was to understand the law better so that I can, I'm on this mission to educate our industry about the contracts that they are presenting to their clients or they're presenting to their employers because those contracts aren't balanced when they're issued from our partners. Have you found that things have changed dramatically in just the last three years, forget the last yes. 10 years? Yes, Okay. yes, 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 because, and I actually just spoke about that from the stage and said, I asked the, the planners to give a huge round of applause to our partners because when COVID hit, 
the partners were incredibly uh, kind in their response, their initial responses, because we're in this together. We're going to get through this. Um, they were empathetic. They were understanding. But honestly, if the letter of the contract had been followed, a lot of groups would have been in a lot of trouble right. because they had poor contracts. And so the three years of COVID, the lawyers and the legal teams that are writing these contracts, I know have hunkered down even more. And wording is so precise, so nuanced, because their job is to protect their client. Right. We as event planners have to at least know what should be in a contract so that we can get our clients protected. Is scared a good word to use here or apprehensive or cautious? What will be, you, you said you were really nervous about that first contract yeah. and rightfully so. Yes. But, but what would be a good word to describe somebody going into maybe their first few contracts? Would it be just be cautious, take your time, phone other people phone a friend yes yeah that's exactly what i'm saying exactly yes i honestly if, if you're looking down the barrel at your first contract you cannot go it alone it is not worth the risk and that's what it is it's a risk right it so there's lots of so now there's some education my company provides education um there are lawyers to put on retainer to help your client um, a lot of clients have legal counsel already get check those few critical clauses with that with that lawyer budget for legal counsel fees um yeah it, it it is too important now the day of it's a relationship we're going to work it out may be gone because we've had a catastrophic event in our industry that has decimated so many companies they can't afford to have that happen again networking so important as you've pointed out here do you think that we're getting better at doing that are people reaching out because they're a little scared of maybe a contract that they they've never dealt with before do you think we're getting better at that i think so okay. and i and i hope that if folks have listened that's my my number one message is get help don't be afraid to say i don't know what i don't know ask lots of questions uh, yeah, there's there's no reason for someone to not get help anymore. My company is specifically exists to help, but there's lots of amazing professionals in this industry who know how to do this. Let's back it up a little bit. Let's talk about your company. How did you get started? It was that planner that, that said, I'd it. rather have a root canal. Yes. When that light bulb went off, I was working with a business coach at the time, and I wasn't, you know, I... I loved planning, but I wanted more. I thought right. I could do more. And so when she said that to me, I went, oh my goodness, there's an idea here. Um, and so it's taken me 10 years. This is my 10th year of working at this um, to, to just create a place where planners can go. I'm not legal counsel. I'm not, there's a uh, site selection um, is a facet of our industry and they cite venues and negotiate contracts on behalf of clients, but they're business model is different than mine so mine i it's just a, it's an option for people and that option didn't exist 10 years ago. well sometimes people wonder whether or not they're making a difference 10 years you're speaking at this event yes <laughs> so that's going to be exciting it is it is i love being on stage except you're nervous at the front oh, you yes. said at the front part of that speech you're a little uptight i always think okay where's the bucket where's the bucket <laughs> 
<laughs> now, so when you're talking to everybody, there's got to be common mistakes you're seeing from everyone. Yes. And you went, hey, I've been there, done that. Yep. Right? Actually, the, I, you know, that was one thing that I really wanted to stress today was that I am equally as apt to miss something as anyone else. Because we go on automatic pilot sometimes. Uh, and we get overconfident that, yeah, it's okay. We're good. Yeah. And when I slip up like that, I go, oh, my God, I need to go back to my checklist. I need to go back to, you know, basics again. Uh, and... Yeah, there's a lot of common ones. Um, the very my first minute and a half of my presentation, I stood in silence and just let words on the screen say. And what I had done was I had looked at twelve signed contracts with venues, right? And I looked at three of the risk clauses, and I gave two stats about each one, and they were scary because in each case, the clients weren't protected, and so I'm just like. This is what's happening. This is the reality of contracts that are being signed right now. What are the most common mistakes? Mm. I think one of them is is not reading the okay. contract. Yes. <laughs> so we have a saying, it's, you know, the, the dates, rates, and space. Yep. So get the, get the right dates, make sure the rates, what was quoted, and make sure you've got the right space. And then we kind of just let all that legal mumbo-jumbo because we don't understand it, right. we don't want to focus on it. And so that's, I think, just reading a contract. Um, and I ask planners to do three things. Just read it for the simple joy ha -ha, of reading the contract. That's what the laughter was, by <laughs> yes, the way. I, I think that's probably when people <laughs> probably. were laughing. Okay. The second one is read it from the perspective of what is the client obliged to do. Okay. And then the third time read it for what is missing in the contract yeah is, is that's a big thing for a lot of people it's one thing to read well I'll, I'll use sending out tweets for example my theory is type it once but read it three times <laughs> before sending it exactly. you're basically kind of saying that here <laughs> exactly exactly you have to it takes a long time for language to soak in and i was saying i could give a couple of examples um the word, the, there's two terms, gross and soul, okay. compared for negligence. Those are very legally very different things. So if you gloss over the language and it says gross negligence or it says soul negligence, those mean very different things. I was telling them, and probably what laughed was I was in the Detroit airport on Thursday, right. and I got giddy. like I was like a schoolgirl going, oh my God, I just learned something new. I had never considered the angle of um, best efforts versus reasonable efforts there's a legal standard between the two <laughs> yeah right okay. and so it's just those words that you go okay those lawyers that are paid to protect those venues have put in very specific words i need to know what those words mean so i can advise my counsel or my client and point out where they need to get support from legal to read to work to work with those so the big things to kind of go over this here, if a planner wanted to protect themselves, reading obviously is a big one. Anything Absolutely. else? Get help. Yeah. You know, I, I think planners, we like to, we like to, how do I put this? And I'm guilty, like honest to goodness, I am so guilty of, we want to do it all. Right. We, we want to be the solution for our client. And I think now we need to say, I am a project manager, I cannot possibly know every aspect of what it takes to put a live event together. 
I am a project manager specialist, but I may not be a contract specialist. I may not be an AV specialist. I may not be a uh, scientific program designer, whatever the case might be. So as event planners, I think we should really look at ourselves as project managers that know where to go to draw in the best resource for this part, the best resource for this part. And for me, bring in the help for contracts. If that's not what you like, don't what do, you, do it. <laughs> well, yeah. What do you take out of an event like this? Now, we, you know, we've been down and out here for a few years. Yes. So it's great to see everybody back. It's great to see and feel the energy in the room, that type of thing. What do you learn from everybody when you come to an event like this? You know what? We are the experts. I am a firm believer that if we listen to our colleagues, we're going to learn the most. It's not necessarily who stands up on stage, and I stand up on stage, but really if you take the time to listen to your colleagues, ask them what lessons they've learned, ask them what experiences they've been through, that's where the gold is. That's where you truly, truly learn, because you may be able to avoid something that they learned the hard way. Before we let you go, though, I, I'm kind of curious. I, I love what you did during the pandemic where you were able to... Uh, Further yourself in maybe a little different direction, but is there a melding here? Like, oh, explain, very, explain how that comes purposeful. together. Absolutely. It was very, very purposeful. Because for me, if I want to um, be out and helping planners learn more about contracts, yeah. I need to always be learning. And so one of the things, and I think if I was to do my career over again, I probably would really love to be a lawyer. But at 59, going back to law school, I would never recover what I put into school, right? Yeah. So this was just a concentrated way of learning as much as I could while our industry was shuttered. Um, but for me, more importantly, it was understanding the Canadian law system, understanding and appreciating the nuance of what words mean and, and what a difference they can make. Um, and I, I think every event planner is a type A personality that likes to be busy mm -hmm. and I needed to be busy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Here's the other thing, too. When you step off the stage uh, today and somebody comes up to you, uh, do you get nervous at what the comments are going to be? Or are you excited oh. to, to meet new people? And maybe you're going to learn a little something new. How does that work for you? Personally, you ask anyone that knows me really well, I'm always preparing for a negative. Okay. I, that's just who, uh, well, how I'm wired. So you have a plan I, B, plan C, and a plan D, <laughs> is what you're saying. But you know what? I have been so blessed. People are so kind when they make a comment. They're like, thanks for doing that. Hey, I learned something. Um, you know, so I'm my own worst enemy, you know, as far as oh, when yeah. it comes to that. But uh, no, people are so kind. And so it's, a, it's an amazing community. Where do you see things going in the next year? The one thing I've enjoyed about this event so far is talking about how excited people are about the new challenges ahead, getting back on our feet, that kind of thing. You've got to be hearing the same sort of thing. Absolutely. I think planners are back to full tilt. And I will say, I hope that we will take the time to learn or to remind ourselves of what we learned during COVID, that our industry is built on please the client, please the client, please the client, please the client. Uh, and we need to remember that we can't lose ourselves in that process. I'm seeing people working back again 24 hours, yeah. you know, and, like just driving themselves again. And I hope that we will collectively take a step back and, and realize that we couldn't keep going like we were. But I fear that we probably are. We'll see where things go. Exactly. Hey, hey, before we wrap things up here, uh, 
how do people get a hold of you? I love LinkedIn. Yes. So uh, LinkedIn is probably the best way. It's okay. just Heather Reed, R-E-I-D, or you can look up Planner Protect. Um, and my website is simple. It's just plannerprotect.ca. LinkedIn seems to come up a lot here. You're, you're a big fan of LinkedIn? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a good one for you? Yeah. I, don't, I do nothing business-wise on Facebook. I suck at Twitter. <laughs> ah. But they're all new tools that you can keep yeah. learning daily. So. Yeah, but I do. I enjoy the, the relationship building, and, and I enjoy LinkedIn a lot. So that's where I tend to spend my time. Heather, thanks. This has been great. I'm sorry that I made, I made a comment about people laughing and applauding. <laughs> But you know what? Uh, I, I, I've enjoyed laughing with you today as we've talked about subjects, and I applaud you for the work you do, and thank, thank you. you. Thank okay. you. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks thank for joining you. us. That's another one.